This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. We're back here on Hack City. Joe Delio and Sean Anderson, two very tired individuals on New Year's Day as we are recording. Sean, you gave a little smirk when I opened. What, what, what was that little smirk for? I turned my that? mic off. And then it, I was just glad it didn't pick up. What do you? Oh, uh, I, you the t- handheld is is not as good as the Shure SM7B, uh, but it is nice that I have a switch to turn it on and you off, and I don't have to go click mute. I should have known you were smirking because you shit your pants. What else would I smirk about? Well, that's all I will. Have, that's all I smirk about. Oh God! What talk about an early derailment? This might be one of our worst shows, and I'm just fully anticipating that. Uh, Sean, how are you feeling today after uh, endeavors from New Year's Eve? It's really ironic because it was the best college football I've ever watched, and it's probably some of the worst I've ever felt. I mean, really, We're... the dichotomy of, of getting to see the being blessed, as we all should feel, because uh-huh. I said it's going to end, and it's going to end, th- to be blessed with those two games, and then to at the same time destroy your body uh it, it's it really shows you what what humans are made of where where did you watch the games at uh we watched the first one at my house the first half of alabama georgia at my house mm-hmm. then went out uh and then you know just watched it at a at a bar got it yeah but we, I, I, ended you know, up- I, I i are you guys are you is it is it tickets everywhere for new year's yeah yeah it was well, tickets I, everywhere and we were slacking all week it, it, it was all sold out because everybody just bought them up the at the beginning thing. of december like these what our plans are going to be whereas me and my group and you know me we don't make plans like that we see what's going on that night and then everywhere's tickets so we had to go uh to an area where there were no tickets and it ended up being oh, I'm a sure that night. that area oh that I was going to say I'm sure that the area was not was not No, it was packed get... because it was filled with a bunch of people like us. <laughs> They're just like oh, It's true. Oh. I mean there's still going to be got to be a crowd somewhere. No, the, it's the same bit where and I did the same exact thing that I was like, "Oh, we'll buy tickets, we'll go to a bar and then we we kind of like handpicked a bunch of them and then we didn't make a decision." And then the morning of me and my friend Devin who we ended up going out we we're like, we didn't pick a place and all of them were sold out. We ended up paying for this freaking bar crawl. It was $40. And we just ended up going and staying at this one bar that we always go to to watch games. And we sure. just stayed there. So I wasted $40 for a couple drink specials. That was the way to be. A king. But like, I, I didn't need to spend that $40 to get into the bar. The stupid thing is I paid for this dumb wristband and all these other people were getting into the bar. We left and came back. You think that the wristband would get you immediate access, but instead yeah. I had to stand in the rain for 20 minutes to get back into this bar at like 11 o'clock. So sure. the, again, big waste of money, big waste of $40. I think, I think we actually got out to the bars at like 10, 45, 11. We're like, Oh, we're How did you get in? close. How did you get in? Ah, we figured it out. We always mm. do one, one of the bars. Cause we had uh Uber communication difficulty on when we were calling it. So mm. group one got to old town, like 
15, 20 minutes before us and was able to wait. You know, they they gritted out a line and then we go. They were like, look, this ball's dropping in in about an hour. So (laughs) unless we want to actually not get drinks and stand in that line, we can do it or we can uh, go inside. And then the whole time, all I see uh, after uh, midnight, which synchronized with a game losing kick again, blessed be us. Right. Uh, it was a bunch of uh, uh, dumb donkeys waiting in line, and that's how they got to celebrate. So I think we made some good judgment calls there. Uh, I will say sticking at that one bar w- for as long as we did was the right decision. It was. The, Same for the, us. The, the The bar was going nuts during that kick. There was some some like 50-year-old guy that just every couple of minutes was screaming, Go Buckeyes! Go Buckeyes! And everyone hated hated this guy. This guy was the worst guy at the bar, and it was just all Georgia fans. It was a, It was a really great vibe, and we were – Oh, we, I, I, I was chirping, not like directly chirping the guy, but like, you know how you're like, Oh, and then, oh and then yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Just, like, I know start, how like, you chirp. Counter- it's the worst. <laughs> you start counter doing it, but, uh, the vibe was great. Sean, I got to say, man, I think I've finally hit my, my wall for going out. I, I, I'm over it. We, we stuck around at this bar after the game. The vibe was great during the game. And then afterwards the bar was overfilled. So many people were just pushing people and like not knocking people over, but like it sucked. I don't like it wasn't fun being out late. I just had a bunch of people shoving me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of stood there. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm starting to get I think I'm like finally over it. I was getting close and close, but like I do not see the value in going to these venues, standing there, getting pushed around, getting pissed off. Because you have a girlfriend leaving. No, it does nothing to do that with yeah, that. Yeah, because that's why you go out to the bars to talk you to and girls I, and see girls. Eh, it's true. There's that's le- why. Yeah, less you think I enjoy a lot of the aspects of bars? I'm sure you're also you're not very successful in talking to women either. Uh, you, you. you. <laughs> I would love to. I would, you want to put resumes together? Is uh, that what you want to do? No, you I want don't to put want resumes to, I, together. I, I, I don't want to do that. You don't. You don't want to do that now. I don't. I don't want to do that. Okay. Um, All right, Sean. Can we put together our betting resumes? Oh, uh, I, I took a bloodbath, but I recovered. I figured out a new dumbass way to hit bets at a very inconsistent clip, but it keeps me hooked. This. I pick. I started picking whoever plays the team that gives up the most made three pointers. I then do a prop parlay for the top three point making players on that said team. And the odds are so juiced. You put two guys in there. It's like plus 200 plus 400 odds sometimes. So like, I just need one of them to hit my $5 bet turns into 25, but then I lose, (laughs) I incrementally lose like three in a row and then one hits and then I'm hooked back into doing it. Uh, but that's the new dumbass. So it sounds like you're doing some research and making a a, a, a a rational decision based off of that. Is that what it but sounds it, like you're doing? Instead of it's not really a get rich. It's not really a get rich quick scheme like you were telling me about. All right. It sounds like you're actually doing some good, valuable research uh, that a lot of people won't do, and then you're hitting a bet. But it's two seconds of research, and I think it's a really convoluted approach. That it, it it's not a really effective approach. It's not. It's. It's an it's my dumbassery wrapping my head around it, making it make sense, and I'm doing that at Bet Online. I've I've completely flipped around on that at Bet Online. Uh, that where if it makes sense, I don't take it. I I, I have come to the point where I know too much, and point. I talk myself into something because I know too much. And then it, when I didn't know anything about betting, I was hitting bets, and then I started learning about betting, and then I stopped hitting bets. Uh, but um, 
what was I going to say? Oh, I got uh, Tennessee helped me out this week. Took their money line. Go ahead, yeah, Clemson. Keep yeah. on sucking. I love that. Oh, that was great. It was like a plus 185 money oh. line. Yeah, it was delicious. That's it was juicy. a delicious bet. And I took that at betonline.ag. That's where you can go. Or bet online. Yeah, bet online. Bet online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way uh, to bet all of your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag. I was right. To join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, make sure to use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And if you work at Believe, you can get a nice holiday greeting from Joe DeLeon, who sent me this email. Eat shit. Um, I'm a, Hi, I'm all. Hope everyone had a great holiday weekend. Do you? I'm going to email you directly. I don't believe that you hope that I had a great email. holiday weekend. No, I, ho- I, I, I hope your you weekend did. was terrible. I yeah. hope that it was terrible. The same, and I know so don't that lie in your emails. I love that you were texting me yesterday that you were up late and then my, my, my responses were good like i'm glad that you're up late i forget what exactly uh, you i were, said but i you was were being rooting, mean for no reason i wasn't being mean i was rooting for you to um <laughs> was no, there's a text that we got to talk about we did not yeah, i we'll, did not get your we'll, recap on that we'll, wait wait we'll, we'll talk about it later it's <laughs> it, it's not that eventful it's just funny all right sean i want to talk about these games uh the the show that takes nine minutes to get to the actual point that we're going to talk about of course so game one tcu defeats michigan in a very unexpected fashion 51 to 45 and i think what has to be one of the craziest games that I've, that I've watched, which was obviously followed up by an even crazier game, maybe slightly less crazy, but regardless, both these games were fantastic. Main takeaway here, TCU came out swinging out of the gate and, and, and in such an unexpected fashion that they had this level of juice, they had this level of energy. And frankly, Sean, you know what I noticed this whole game? What did you it notice? Felt, it felt, shut up. It felt as if Michigan completely looked past TCU. They, it looked like they thought yeah. that they were playing Cincinnati. It looked like they thought, oh, they, we got handed the easy matchup in the playoff. No, no, no. TCU looked like they showed up ready to prove something. And the one thing, the one key factor that played into this is how quickly they were able to score. So many splash plays and these two teams went shot for shot at a certain point. But the one thing that it came down to and the thing that we've said this entire season is that TCU is too hard to keep up with for any team, and especially a team that is structured like Michigan. What are you making that face for? Okay, you've said that. I haven't heard that narrative. I've said that a million times. I have not heard that narrative. I've been using the term magic team. That's the term that I've been using, uh, which they are. Uh, And it was so fun because this game showed that these two teams deserve to be in the college football playoff. That is good. I think that means that people made right decisions and all the Alabama fans can, uh, can hold these and those and this, uh, because look, congratulations. You won your bowl game, but, uh, look at these games that we just had, look how competitive they were. These were the top four teams in the nation and and TCU also rightfully won. So I want to, before we get back to the game, I tweeted this out twice two different occasions, and I got a pretty good response on it. Those two games are perfect proof of why we need to expand the playoff. And it's being expanded. I am tired of listening to the old-fashioned anti-expansionists say like, oh, it's, you know, you're going to get all these blowouts. It's, it's not good for the integrity of the game. It's not meant to have this many games. I promise you with more meaningful matchups on the line, it is going to make things far more exciting. I don't need to watch... 
Clemson versus Tennessee in the Orange Bowl in a game where they both were dicking around and putting in half effort. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see what happened with with Kansas State, Alabama, where again, clearly both teams don't really care that much. I want more meaningful games, and that is the direction that we're going in, and this is perfect proof that we're going to get that. It was, and TCU seemed to, uh, in that first half, I tweeted it out. Got terrible response. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said uh, TCU just it, they, it was obvious if you've watched football or played it, it was obvious that they wanted it more. They wanted it more on defense. They flew to the ball. They were thumping. They were running fast. They they were they were swarm tackling. Mm. They on offense they were confident and they were trying. They had, looked like they had a plan. Michigan, gra- Mr. Ground and Pound. If you line up in the three three five. Uh, good luck. Hey, why are you airing it out so much in the first half, dummies? What what was that? So so it seemed like Michigan just said, "Let's slap this together." It's TCU. We can beat them. Kansas State just being her 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 her. Uh, but uh, TCU said, "No, hey." All that's been talked about by us and by everybody, uh, rightfully so though, uh, was our, we're not big enough. We're not uh, we're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to stop Michigan. Uh, Michigan's defense is so strong, but. Hey, they came in and they wanted to play and they wanted to win and they wanted to prove themselves and they did. And I was so happy to see them do that. So you made a really good point about thank you. One, the strange. I, I I'm allowed to I'm allowed to acknowledge that you made a good. Point. I hate that you do the thank you like you're surprised that I. I just made thanking point. you. You said something nice. Yeah, I it, also very true that I made a good point. And and you managed to be very hubristic. Um, regardless. Michigan, very much so. Like you said, one, the offensive play calling was off. And as soon as they had to chase, it wasn't really working. They weren't able to put up a bunch of huge big plays. Like that is what kept them in the game is being able to put up those big plays. But because they were so reliant on the pass, they made all those mistakes. They made the interceptions that were thrown were because they were forced to do something that they're not comfortable with. And J.J. was the guy who had to beat him, and he did not step up to the occasion. But the other thing, too, there were all these weird, cute play calls Dude, that they TCU, had. Like that, that stupid end around? Yeah, yeah. The TCU's worst aspect on defense is their run defense, not their pass defense. Yeah, I don't. It, it I didn't I get any any of that decision making. And, and and then when it looked lost, uh, uh, J.J. McCarthy uh, busted out a 70-yard run. Uh, they tried some pass or or, or uh, some read option, and then he busted a 12-yard run and scored. I'm like, oh, well, that's what you should be doing. But it was so odd to see that was their game plan that they came up with. Um, do I hate doing the officiating bit. I say this every time on the show, but do we do we want to acknowledge the 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 no call touchdown? Yeah, that was very odd. That was just odd. I'll say because. It's a touchdown. And no I don't know how, if I. I don't no know matter if I which call though. Like I, it's it's no matter what way you look at it. He's in the end zone with the ball, and he didn't have the mm. ball till he was in the end zone. Rules allow if you're sitting down. If you were just to happen to sit down in the middle of the end zone, your quarterback tosses the ball to you. You catch it. It's a touchdown. But he rolled in like that's where I he didn't I agree. catch it, it, it until it's probably he, he didn't a touchdown. catch it until he was in. He was bobbling with it. Hypothetically, if your quarterback passed you the ball and you were sitting in the end zone and you tapped it up to yourself a couple times and then caught it, it's still a catch and still a touchdown. I can't. With it's a this. land of technicalities and that I have to live in. 
This is such weird mental gymnastics that you're doing to explain. I the am call simplifying to me, the call. I'm simplifying it. Like I'm talking to a five year old, not you, but the audience and those that would oppose this. It should have been a touchdown. I, it was just odd. It was just odd because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what rule is that? Not a t- what? What world is that? You know, it, it was definitely a momentum shifter, and it sucks huge. that yeah. that part of the success is going to be slightly tarnished for TCU. Like we're going to hear this for the end of time that TCU shouldn't have been there because of that no call. And the officiating was bad the entire game. It was a serious problem throughout the entirety of that game. Um, I, I don't want to. Hey, how about you to... score more big uh, points than the big 12 team and, and don't let them stop you on defense. How about you right, do so that? Uh, yeah, the right. big, there's so many other the big 12 team. Give me a break. The, that's the good point there is that there's so big many other things stakes. to happen in that game. Yeah, the big, I'm a big Ten 12 is ex- fan now. I'm a big 12 right. fan now. They had a, a, a they had a BAPE collaboration in their championship game. I'm a big 12 fan now. I ordered some TCU merch uh, when I started drinking before I went out. I ordered some uh, some TCU gear. So I'm uh, officially when do you a think I bought fan. my when do you think I bought my Tennessee hats? <laughs> well, I was drinking before a game. Yeah, so. that's this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Uh, um Regardless, I do really believe that TCU is going to give Georgia more of a fight than I think we're willing to admit after we saw some weaknesses for Georgia. So a little bit of uh, a little bit of a weakness was shown by Georgia, which they also could be argued were looking ahead and they thought that they were going to just walk past Ohio State 42 to 41 and yeah. up being the final score. But, so I think that was way more than Michigan in this case. I think that they oh, yeah. absolutely thought that they were going to dog them. Yeah, but. As they've done in every game this season where they have done that, they are still more talented enough to still claim the victory. They're still able to fight back and stay in the game. They're still able to string together those quick drives and get those key stops where they needed them. I will give credit where credit is due to Ohio State that had you need to, uh, yeah. an unexpectedly great performance. And the one thing that they did, I respect the hell out of, is they they knew where they had the disadvantage. They knew where it was. It was up front. They didn't say, we're going to try and grind it out with you up front. They said, nope, we're going to just throw the ball a million times. We're going to throw it to Marvin Harrison Jr. every single play, and we're just going to throw the ball as deep as we can and make as many big completions as possible. And that is what they're structured to do, which they kind of got away from against Michigan. And this is ultimately why they were able to hang around so long. What a lot of people speculated, I didn't think was going to work for them, but it ultimately did, and Ohio State had the guns to 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 go in this shot for shot battle that they inevitably lost. Yeah, Georgia didn't get out of bed until about five minutes left in the second quarter. Not good. Not what you're supposed to do. Uh, I think Kirby said it after the game. Uh, we're the better team, uh, but Mich- Ohio State played a better game, and they did, uh, and they should have won that game because they played a better game, but they weren't the better team. Whatever, and then also. I mean, has have you seen anybody help the draft stock more than what C.J. Stroud did last night? Have you yeah, seen I, anybody I, help I themselves more? He, he really helped himself. And he helped himself with me, who was not a 
I did not have him high on my big board. I don't make big boards because those are for dorks. Uh, but I did not have him high on my big board. And now, oh, he might be climbing up. I wouldn't know, I, though, because I don't make big boards. I did not uh, I, I did not have him high either. Um, I He's still a QB2 for me, and I, I need to do my final evaluations. Mm. But I, I was low on him coming into this game. I thought he was going to get his ass kicked, and he, he really stepped up to the stepped occasion. Stepped up to the occasion. They are the reason why they almost won that game. I have to say, and like it's like a total skip ahead, completely missing all the other action that happened in this game. There was so much that went down. But coming down to that final drive, Georgia scores too quick. They give them too much time. Ohio State should have scored on that drive. I don't understand why they moved the ball, moved the ball, got into scoring position, and then they throw the ball way too many times on that last drive, don't move the ball, and then you put your kicker in a very, very tough situation to kick uh, a field goal that is 50 yards, which I know is supposed to be makeable for a college kicker, but it, like any sport, being closer makes it easier. There was no so shot. I don't that, know. There was no shot that kick was getting made. There was no shot. I oh, that was so having goddamn kick far. Away. The, but can you imagine having to kick through that air and the energy in the air? That, but that's my that's my point. It's, yeah. it's fifty yards is way more daunting than if they ran the ball twice. And got up to like the 20 or the 25, oh my God. which I'm willing to bet that they could have done the way that they were so easily able to move the ball at this point in the game. Getting up to the 20, way less pressure. If it's that kick, way less nerve wracking. If that kick was 47 yards, he would have made it. It's the big 5 0. So he uh, I don't it. know about that. I don't know about it's that. It's the big 5 0. <laughs> Kickers, weird, finicky, odd. You can't ever really figure out if you have a good one until he's good. Uh, and I believe that Ohio State has a good kicker. But in that situation, no, got, they don't. He got hung out to dry. He's not. He's no Jake Moody, but he got hung out to dry by his team and his offense to go out there and say, save our year with a 50 yarder in, in, in opposing team territory. And it's not a neutral site them playing in Atlanta either. While while I agree with his team hanging him out to dry and the coaching staff and the decision-making hangs him out to dry with that approach and not getting him closer. I am an anti-specialist apologist because I am a former specialist in college. And look, that kid's not a good kicker. Mm. The most important kicks, the only kicks that matter are the ones in crucial and important situations. I don't care what kicks you make at any other point in the game. There are so many guys that can kick no pressure kicks, but then shit their pants and piss down their leg on the field. And that's exactly what happened. Did he here. do that? Basically. I missed that camera angle. <laughs> the way that he kicked it, it looked like he did. The thing was, it's not like a, a, a slight miss. He kicked it 20 yards to the left. I know it was that doomed. Thing, that I'm thing saying from going, 47, it's not 20 yards to the left. He might still miss it, but it's not. I don't like know, man. That. He He's missing that thing. Unless that's like a, a chip shot. He was missing that thing by a mile. No ma matter where Joe, he was Joe, from. I'm telling you. Bad kickers miss those 50, kicks, and that is a bad kicker. It's 50 number. Some guys, when they have no hits going into the seventh inning, why do they give it up? Oh, because I'm three innings away. I don't think Every those are directly comparable. I don't think that those are analogous. I don't think that's. Analogous? That's the. How do you pronounce it? What do, you, what do you mean analogous? I've never heard that word in my life. Like I, I can make an analogy between the two things. Look, look it up. I already look looked up, up uh, hubris. 
today to make you sure didn't know you... what hubris means. No, Dude, I know I remember... what hubris means, but I didn't or hubristic. I didn't. I thought you were trying to to punch in a suffix that that wasn't originally <laughs> attached to that word that should have been. So I analogous. Analogous, comparable in certain respects. That sounds like in a, a part of your which, mouth. That sounds like something that's, that's dangling in your throat. In it, a way, it doesn't which sound makes like a real word. The nature of things. I'm sorry. You need to have your analogous removed. That's what it sounds like. It's yeah. It sounds like something like an unnecessary, um, like yeah. like a tonsil. That's sure. kind of like what it's yeah. Like. God, I read books. Please just read. Learn to read. I remember you used to do the bit that you used to claim that you were smarter than me I am. and you used to you're like uh what was the word it was it was locum circumlocutor and i didn't know what that word meant of course you didn't i didn't know what that word meant you picked the you had one good word you had it's a great word you had one good word that you remembered from freshman year of vocab class and then you kept saying it to me and you kept hey fuck out. it was me. from a book that my aunt gave me 100 words you need to know circumlocutive on there Bingo. Hundred words you need. Enzyme was one of those that was in that book. Oh, this book stinks. Oh, I didn't oh. enjoy it particularly, oh. but it helped. I know a lot was of this words. High school? Uh, yeah. This book stinks. I mean, oh god, I She's, need to know the rest of these words. She got her doctorate in English, so it's like, oh, okay. So, what does she do? I don't know. You don't know what more your than own you aunt does more than you. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant what, what do you do? do for work. I'm a podcast producer. Yeah, how does that sound? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just asking. What does she do? <laughs> I don't know what she does. Oh God, you're the worst. <laughs> oh my God, how is uh, that bad? Look, I, I don't know. Look, to wrap up our point on this and to wrap this show, how do we feel after both of these performances? TCU big swing and dick at the opposite side of things. Georgia <laughs> a little limp. They're having a little trouble right now. They got a little too ahead of themselves. Who do we think? Do we think that this is going to be a bloodbath? Like I think some people are going to predict. Or does TCU step up and do they put up a, a, a legit fight like they did against Michigan? Because I look, I'm going to be frankly frank with you here, Sean. As much as Georgia looked weak in this game, I'd prefer if you weren't frank with me. All right, it seems like you've been frank for the last couple minutes. <laughs> as weak as Georgia looked. If they're in their stride, if they're in their bag and they play the way that they did last year against Alabama, I, I don't I don't know if I can put a lot of faith in TCU, I, even though I'm going to be rooting for them. I will absolutely be rooting for them. Uh, I, I'm I'm going from Georgia's got it in the bag to it's Georgia's game to lose. And if they go out sleepy again, and TCU decides to be hot. I'm not saying they're going to get two pick sixes, uh, but what's to say that Quentin Johnson doesn't bust another 70-yard touchdown? Because magic team, magic team, going to make magic happen, magic team. Uh, it, it's what they are. I can't, I can't say, I can't put mm. real analysis on if their safeties are, are, are shifting the best when they're in cover three versus cover two and how Georgia is going to take advantage of it with play action and deep ball fakes. I'm not going to do that. It's magic team. That's what it is. And that's all we can chalk it up to. Go fuck yourself if you think differently. This is what magic <laughs> team does. They made it this far. They're from the Big 12. That's what they do. All right? Oh. Go screw. That is going to be a make a that's really good That's what it clip. is. That's going to be the promotional clip for the show. Uh, I, look, I love that, man. I, I was There was the whole thought that I had in my head 
watching that game is like, God damn it, Sean was right. Sean I mean, what, was what right. You, how are we they supposed are, to break this down? They how are, are we mismatched. supposed to break down that they're moving faster than Michigan? They're, they're how such, can we put a number on that? They're such a mismatch. They are. They have so many disadvantages against everyone that they've played, but they just have that juice. It's things that – the reason why I hate – look, analytics works in baseball. Analytics works in basketball. The reason why I hate the analytics dorks who try to talk about football and try to throw all these these big, stupid analytics jargon out there, the reason why I hate that because this is the only sport where you can't quantify what the hell TCU just did. Whatever you the chaos is, you can't it. quantify chaos. I understand I, I, someone's going to say, what about hockey? Hockey's luck. How, that puck bounces around a lot. All right, It bounces a lot off the pipe. All right, Hockey's luck is similar, but you can't quantify chaos. You can't do that. It's and, like, and you, imagine but playing you someone for the first time. They said, we're going to run the triple option. You've never seen this. Buckle up, idiot. <laughs> that, that's what it's like. Except they're not running the triple option. They're mm. just finding ways. And you can't analyze finding ways. Maybe you just need well, to have a quarterback with a huge well, sack and two bowling balls in it. There, There's that. <laughs> there's that. But like the, the main thing here is that you can't – if a team is – it's one of the few sports where being motivated – and having energy and being you can outperform your talent level on the field if you're confident enough it is again one of those few sports where yeah. you you can do that you can show up and be a mismatch undersized going up against the best offensive line in the country but you're flying like a bat out of hell on every single down they're just getting going they're just starting to get their energy but you're just giving them throat punches on every single rep and every time that you make a play you've got more energy and you're feeding off of it find me the goddamn analytic that tells me how to quantify that you it's idiots it's like talking to girls in a bar if you have that confidence they don't know what you do but if you show up to the singles convention then it's you kind of understand the situation with everybody here but if you walk into the bar like tcu is saying hey i'm that dude and then okay instead of hey this is my name tag what do you do do you like coffee? Like, I'm not high on scones, is, but a nice bagel. Is nice. that your and opener? Then do eat, you eat. like coffee? Is no, that your that's opener? not. Hell no. <laughs> you know my um, opener. Look, the separate from the, I really pray for whatever poor young lady <laughs> that you do not open with that line. I am just, I am. And I also hope. You don't like whoever the future of your your future wife is not attracted to that. You don't like that thing stanging. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not a good. Do you oh, think God. I open with that, Joe? Yes. You think no? Yeah. I remember back in <laughs> sophomore. Let's actually, no, be easy sophomore. with the memory game here. Well, Let's be easy with the remember game. When you were you when when you were first single. And you were on Tinder. You shared with me your openers, and one of them was I. I remember this distinctly, and I've been waiting to to reference this on the show. No it was do so. It, it was your jaw is bad, and I'm like, what the fuck does that oh, mean? Oh, that's enough for me on this show. That was the no right, jaw like I, bad. That's what it was. Oh. It, was something, it was something like that, and I was I just distinctly that remember. And I'm, reeks. Like, I'm like, there's no way that that works. And your rationale, your rationale was. 
they all ask, what does that mean? And then you get them out of that to, conversation and then, then to, make, get them out of that conversation. Play, then, then you tried to play it number. off. It was like you were from like Europe and you're like, oh, it's something that we say back in Virginia. Oh, it's so you're stupid. Distinguished individual with a very uh, intricate dialect that you were bringing. To I was obviously trying to be somebody and it obviously was a it was not me. You're a buffoon. <laughs> You're a buffoon. I hate that you remember that. I blocked that out, and now I'm I'm not gonna. Oh, I dude. You I hurt a friend ha- today. That's what you did. You have, you have successfully hanging, hurt a friend. I, you don't today. understand. I have been hanging on to that reference and just been waiting. You decided to hurt me because I joked around about saying that thing thangin', and then and then you decided. I'm to not really hurting hurt you. Me. That's fu- that hurt dude, me. That hey, hurt man. me. No, no, no. The amount of times that you and I have done, I, I, you, the you, amount of times that you and I have done awkward and uncomfortable things because we're weird individuals and that we've reshared it on this show, it is oh, open game, man. It is the whole point of this show. That's stuck it's me in, in the, the title. chest. That I'm, I'm finding it hard to breathe right now. Actually, <laughs> you were so confident about that, that opener too. Oh God, I think I ruined Sean's night. I'm really I, sorry. I should have been run over by a car. The problem was, and the, the you the should really have done cons- it. The really concerning part, Sean, about all of this is that that Riz worked. It worked. It actually worked because you showed me the conversation. That shouldn't work on anybody. I should know. That should have been you're expelled for even thinking that you had it for 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 lack of common sense and thinking that that would work. It should not have been a. I should not have been able to hold up at that institution out of out of this person is too dumb. That's what it should have been. It should have been the president intervening in my social life and saying, <laughs> hey, president if you think that this is going to work, then you do not represent us. Riz 101 with Sean Anderson. That's right. Uh, that's a, I think that's a good note to wrap us up on. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. It's not a college football show, man. It's uh, not. Um, thanks for tuning in. I'm sorry. Me I'm sorry, too. Everybody. I am also. I, uh, have a blessed year and um, no follow up uh, questions, please. Praise be with you. Drive safe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.